The question is this. How are bikini pros of the IFBB, like us, who train, diet, manage a family, kids, full-time job, relationships, trying to succeed in our fitness journey, make it through the day, get it all done, master the stage, and still walk away humble and healthier than when we started? Finding ways to inspire others everywhere we go. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Cheryl Spangler, and welcome to Pro Bikini Insider, Secrets hey, of the Fit and I am going live every night, and tonight I wanted to do kind of a mock TEDx talk. Basically just going to talk on a specific topic, call, call it health and fitness mindset for sure, um, <clears throat> but I always thought if I were going to talk about anything... Um, it would be on this because it's kind of what I've experienced the most in the last four to five years, I would say, which really kind of made sense of everything else in my life. So anyway, I'm going to answer any comments or questions at the end because I'm kind of timing myself. So I'll be over at 840. Anyway, so my talk tonight is called <clears throat> How to Say Yes by Saying No to people, places, and things while not hurting others and still living the life of your dreams. I know that's like a mouthful, but um, the thing is, <clears throat> what I hope to share would be three things tonight that when you're done listening, you can think about your life while I'm talking and hopefully come up with some answers, maybe, or enlighten a little bit of some decisions you've made. <clears throat> One is what the heck is living the life of your dreams? Like what the heck is life of your dreams? That's the thing. I mean, like I didn't realize what I really wanted in life until I realized what I didn't want. And the second thing I hope to have you think about is easy techniques to figure out when you should say no to something or some person or something or some place and feel good about it, that it's the right decision. You know, I think we question a lot of our decisions, but I have found there are clear ways that I figure out whether something is gonna be a yes or a no, and that I'm gonna move forward and not second guess it. And the third thing that I wanted to share, it would be, do you deserve good when so-called like bad things are happening to people really close to you, like family and friends. And um, anyway, so if you complete this and watch this in a replay, please comment on what you think about it. So how to say yes by saying no to people, places, and things, not hurt anyone, and live the life of your dreams. What is life of your dreams? I would say the number one reason why we never um, make a decision to move forward or not, or why people sit on the fence of saying yes and no to things is because we don't really, we don't really know what the life of our dreams is. Like what the heck is living the life of our dreams? I think the biggest challenge is that no one really defines what they want. This is true actually. If you talk to every life coach and everyone who is a counselor, every divorce counselor, like they don't really, people don't really know what they want. 
I mean, really, we spend years and years and years telling people what, what they what we don't want. We never really sit down and take like an extended period of time to figure out what we really do want. So then when we have a decision to make, we don't know whether to say yes or no. We don't know whether it should be yes or should be no. We don't even know what feels good because we really never decided what it is that we want and what the what the dream life would be. When I used to recruit agents into Exit Realty, I would sit them down at a Starbucks and say, okay, what is the dream job in real estate? Or if I could wave a magic wand, like what is like the perfect scenario for you right now in real estate? And never, I never really got an answer because they didn't know because they never really thought about it, which means probably no one ever really did a business plan to figure it out. And it's like kind of like our life. I mean, we start off, uh, kind of going society's route where you meet someone you think you're in love or you fall in love, fall in total love and someone uh, and kind of like people around you are like, so when are you guys gonna have kids? And you're like, I don't know, we didn't really think about that <laughs> yet. Or sometimes people talk about it right away. And then um, all these, I'm all, so-and-so's having a baby. You So-and-so's having a baby, you wanna have a baby with them? I mean, I fell into that a little bit. No, we definitely wanted kids. And we decided up front, we both wanted two kids and we were ready. But still that pressure people put on you, like people want grandkids or, you know, so when are you having kids? So then baby one pops out. And I mean, it's not like two months later, people are like, when are you gonna have a second one? It's like, dude, are you taking care of this baby? Like feeding, like are you paying me? Are you giving me money every month? I mean like, what is the deal with society pressure of normalcy? You gotta have a baby, you gotta buy a house. So after the babies, you buy the house. This is like, is this the life of your dreams? Like you don't know because you're following this, what's next route. And then you buy a house and then the house is either good or you buy a bigger house. And then you buy a car and then it's like, you should like buy, 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 buy. And one day you're like, well, am I happy? And you don't really know what your dream life is. And sometimes you don't always know. Um, and you don't really, you don't, sometimes you don't really know, like you don't have the whole thing planned out, but you should take time to say, what is it that I want? And if it's with a partner, what is it, how I would like, how I would like my life to be? Um, because, one day, like me, and this isn't because of the person, you might wake up and and re and you won't realize what you want in life until you realize what you don't want. <laughs> and what you don't want is like all this flooding your mind. And so then you're like, well, what the? So I don't even think that even when I realized what I didn't want at that moment that I even knew what I did want. I mean, like I knew that I wanted something different and what was thrown at me is like, oh, the grass is always greener, isn't it? Like, you think the grass is always greener or, you know, every relationship, every relationship's gonna have problems. Yes, I agree. But, and it's not, this is not all about relationship. I'm just saying like, in order to say yes to something by saying, or saying no to something, you need to know first what you want because I think the way to say yes by saying no is, if, for example, you know that you want, um, for me, for example, when I started bodybuilding, I knew that I wanted to do this one thing and I knew that a lot of people weren't gonna agree with it. 
I knew it was going to take a lot of time. I knew I had younger kids at the time. And I knew that the family wasn't like on board because they, would, they didn't really know what it was all about. And um, so I ended up saying no to all these things and these places and these events and the people and family and dinners and literally ended up like hibernating and becoming kind of a recluse during this whole initial phase, couple years of bodybuilding because I didn't really know how to handle how to say no to people. Um, and so I basically would just really firm and rude about it. And so that's when everyone thought, well, you're just on low carb, but it wasn't the case. It was just like, at some point you've said yes to people your whole life, or you're afraid to say no because you're afraid of their reaction, which is about all that's going to happen. And, um, you just, you never really say, you never really say no. So you end up, I mean, honestly, you end up lying, coming up with excuses on why you can't do things. People do it right now. If you can't say no to someone who says, hey, you want to go catch lunch or whatever? No. No, people can't do that. They just make up some excuse. So anyway, I think that when I finally realized what I wanted in life, so I think that's the key. Obviously, that's the key. And, and then you say, well, sure, yeah, yeah, you need to know that. But people don't know what they want. Because now, having done, I feel like, on the side, do life coaching, if I say, what do you want in your business? Or what do you want your life to be? What's the perfect life for you? What is, what is, what is the future perfect self look like to you? You don't really know because maybe the money in your bank isn't what you want. The place you live isn't what you want. The car you drive isn't what you want. You know, maybe you're in a perfect relationship and the kids are doing great, but like there's all these other things and you don't really know because they're all stressed out. You're all stressed out. So you can't look beyond all the current situation to get to what would be my perfect future self. And I think that taking time to do that would help you in saying yes and no. So when I decided this is what I want my life to be, this is where I see myself, this is the kind of house that I plan on being in, this is the kind of money I'm going to make. And I literally just went way beyond what I was currently making, doing, or who I was with and all that stuff. I mean, it's not that everything was not good at the time. I mean, some things never didn't change in my mind and some things did. But I then, when posed with an opportunity or someone wanting me to like, you're going down this path and you're on it and you're comfortable and it's like, Foo! because what? Hey, you should get involved in this partnership or you should do this with your money. I mean, you should, um, every possible scenario of thousands of opportunities come to you really every month. And you're either saying yes or no. And it's like, how do you decide what to say yes and what to say no to? And here's the thing. If you don't know exactly what you want in your life, let's just say if you know what you want, and someone says, do you want to do something? Do you want to be a part of something? Do you want to start something with me? Um, I'm talking about like a business, a partnership, a relationship. Like I mean, it could be going to dinner. I mean, honestly, I've had this going to dinner. Do you want to go to, do you want to go to dinner with so-and-so on Friday night? We're not talking about date. We're talking about just going to dinner with a couple people. If you, if you turmoil over the answer for a period of time that is ridiculous, and you're struggling with this because you know you do sometimes it takes an entire day and like second day and you're still unsure you're like what the heck i can't even decide if i want to go out on friday with these people that are like then that is really deep down you saying you don't want to go i mean like 
this sounds so stupid saying this because it's simple, but when I am posed with an opportunity to go somewhere, do something, or whatever it is, and I hesitate for a long period of time on even giving an answer, the answer is no. That is the answer. But sometimes you still end up saying yes. Sometimes you say yes and have a good time and sometimes you regret it. But I'm just saying that deep down, like, you know what the answer is. It's, if it's not quick for you to say yes. And the reason you would say yes right away is because uh, it feels good. And so this is the most simplistic answer ever, which is how do I decide in life when opportunities come my way, whether to say yes or no? Basically, sit for five seconds and think about what it is you're about to answer to and ask yourself, does doing that thing, one, take me closer to my goals in life or in relationships or in business or whatever, or in feeling good? Does that thing make me feel expanded? And that might sound weird to some people, but if you take your arms and you open your arms up all the way, that is like the most vulnerable position you can be in. Like you're, when you're giving someone like a huge hug versus uh, when you think about someone asking you to do something and when you're thinking about it, you're literally like, you know, you're, you're, you're contracted. This is like, so when you think about answering whether you should do something, the answer is pretty simple. I almost immediately know, does that make me feel expanded and happy and free? Or does that, doing that thing with that person or that place or whatever, does that make me feel like suffocatedly contracted? That is an actual body, physical emotion that, Scott, <laughs> I can't even, can't even work, move. Could you like talking about life jackets? <laughs> anyway, this is a real thing. And if you, um, so does it make you feel expanded or does it make you feel contracted? Does it make you feel amazing, good, free, happy immediately? Take time. I would say take time to observe the feelings in your body when someone asks you to do something. And it could be as simple as, do you want to go to dinner tomorrow night? And you're just like one of these people like him all around you can never give an answer it's like then the answer is no like if you don't feel good enough to say yes right away and that makes you feel good then don't do it like i use this contracted expanded feeling thing in every decision i make literally other than obviously i use practical things if it's got to do with business i use numbers i also say is that thing taking me closer or farther away from my goal Basically right now, I almost make 100% of my decisions on whether to do things in life based on is that taking me closer? Is it taking me away from where I want my life to be? Or is it taking me closer? I'll tell you an example. In the last 12 months, I have been asked to participate in partnerships in joining up with investors to buy homes, uh, becoming a partner of a Chinese firm, uh, I mean, so many things that on the first look you would say, it's, oh, this is going to make a lot of money. This is going to be great. I'm going to be connected to these people, you know, whatever it is. And then I just didn't, it didn't feel good, you know, but everything looked good. 
And I was like, went with my gut feeling and I, and walked away from, you think you're walking away from like a lot of money or a big deal that could, whatever it is that you think it's going to do for you. No, it was the best decision I ever made. And so I listened to my intuition. This is basically your intuition. But I think that people do struggle with like, how do I know if it's my intuition or how do I know if I just don't know? Like, this is how you know. You stop for one minute and you analyze what you are feeling in your body. And if you feel expanded, arms open wide, open, vulnerable, happy, it's a yes. And if you feel contracted, you wanna cross your arms, you wanna hide, you're thinking about it, it's like nothing, like nothing's good coming to you, nothing's good is popping in your head, but you're trying to convince yourself that it is good and you're gonna do it. It's a no, it's a no. And um, so once you, and then I would say sit down and, and decide what you want in life. So really go through all the five to seven areas of your life and figure out what you want. And then when something comes into your existence or an opportunity comes your way, it's going to be easy for you to say yes or no. You're going to be like, hmm. You know, for me, I started bodybuilding and all of a sudden it was like, do I want to go somewhere and drink? No. Do I want to go somewhere and go to a buffet? Nope. Do I want to do a thousand happy hours because that's what people in business do because otherwise, Cheryl, you're never going to meet anyone or network with enough people. Nope. And so it's like every single thing is like, is this going to put me in a position to take me farther away from my goal? Or no. What I did was I found other ways to network. I started going to events that had nothing to do with drinking, nothing to do with eating actually, and found all these entrepreneurial groups in DC that were like startup groups and they were cool, totally cool. And ended up meeting more people and just networking differently. Um, so that's kind of like what defining the life of your dreams before you can say yes or no is figuring out what you want and then figuring out when you do say yes or no, how do you know if that's the right decision? I mean, honestly, when I, just to speak about relationships, like when I got divorced, I knew, second guessed it a million times, an amazing, amazing guy, but not for me. And I, I, I knew years before, and I believe he did too, that we were just friends at that point and that, you know, but we didn't want to give it up. And so we tried, tried, tried. And, you know, if I go back to every decision I've ever made in my life, um, the ones I struggled and, and I always say like, if it's that much of a struggle, it's not right. I don't say that if you are fighting for something that you love and you're going to keep on and you're going to get it. So, I mean, that's, that's different than the struggle of, it's not meant to be type thing. So anyway, also I wanted to talk about like, do you deserve good when like bad is happening right around you? And my example of this is um, when I did my very first uh, bodybuilding competition, like the whole, the whole idea of even doing the first bodybuilding competition was huge because you're talking about like average, totally average 40 year old body starting to get weight on me, had really no muscle. The only thing I really did for years was, um, and now I'm running close on minutes, but was like marathon running. So basically you're creating this long lean body with really no muscle. You're just burning all your muscle off. And so I just started personal training with this woman. And after like two years of working with her, I decided I wanted to do this competition. 
And I decided it in December of 2013. But right at that time, my grandmother was, had just been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And so my mom, um, this is a big decision. We just moved her from Wisconsin to Fredericksburg. My mom bought a house for her to move into, like right around the corner from her. And I had to, I really struggled with, do I move forward in this? This is, this is an example of how people don't believe that they're allowed to have something amazing happening in their life at, and when at the very same time something really bad is happening in your life. Sometimes the best things in life happen at the very same time that the bad things happen. Well, we call them bad. But anyway, so we move her to Virginia and at that moment I had to, I was thinking, do I pursue this really happy thing for me that every day I'm going to be consumed with working out and, you know, after working out it's like I take care of the kids and then I got to run these brokerages. So. I mean, I'm not gonna have the time to spend to help my mom take care of my grandmother. So I had to decide like, is that selfish? Is that super selfish? And and um, I decided to do it because I really, really wanted it. And I didn't help as much as I should have because it put her into doing a lot of the helping. And then it got to the point where she was dying and she hung on a long time. <laughs> And I, you know, and I figure when you hang on a long time, you have a lot to work through from your life before you pass over. And, but during that time, I literally prepped the entire time that she was being taken care of all the way up till the end. My first competition was actually 30 days before she passed away. And I remember the day that my competition was like the whole prep really family wasn't involved because it was really so consuming taking care of her. And I think that people have a lot of like, like negative or bad or pe people that are really, really close to them that are going through really tough times and like the pancreatic cancer, like, you know, maybe someone in your life becomes homeless, like, you, you know, your brother getting diagnosed with type one diabetes. It's like all these things. And you're saying to yourself, like, should I be happy and, um, and feeling amazing that I am literally accomplishing a life goal that I've wanted to do for a really long time while they're suffering, physically, literally suffering in front of me. And every day I go work out, I'm happy. And then I go over to visit my grandmother and I remember her saying, um, what the hell are you so happy about? <laughs> and I was like in my own world. And I was, I would say, what is there not to be happy about? It's like I was living this one life and in the same physical space she was living another life and it's really tough because you ask yourself you know am I should I be allowed to feel good and do something amazing in life this is this is about learning to say yes by saying no though too because I had to say no to family dinners no to honestly the last dinner we ever had with her I said no, I didn't, I didn't say no to going a couple dinners before the last one. I did say no to going because at that point in my life, I couldn't cope with going to a restaurant on prep. Now, heck, I can just bring my food anywhere. I don't even care if I'm like literally at a buffet. But at that moment, I had really very little willpower and it was my first competition and I was doing the whole thing on my own through YouTube videos. So... I feel like I was not a part of what I needed to be where my family kind of needed me and 
but I still chose to say yes. I still chose to say yes by saying no to the people who wanted me and my time, even though those people were really close to me going through like a terrible experience. Pancreatic cancer till the very day she passed and went into hospice, it was not good. And so during that time I was still prepping, still having an amazing, and I can honestly say when I look back at 2014, if I take the couple really negative things out of the picture, it's it was the best year of my life. And it was also the saddest if I look at who the people that were going through that were around me. So when that end of that year I ended up doing a speech to a bunch of real estate agents, not even about real estate, it was about, do you deserve to do something really good for yourself? While at the very same time and moment, there are people really close to you going through terrible heartache, disease, whatever, and in my case, dying, Yes, you do, because honestly, if you think about it, whatever it is you're saying yes to by saying no to them is only a couple hours a day. And that's what I basically boiled it down to. How many hours am I really doing? Okay, so I started working out in the morning and that started my routine of like morning workouts. I'm not, I see people who want, one thing is going on in their life and they, say, they just say no to anything that they're doing personally that is fulfilling to them. And I like, I want to say, how many hours a day is that thing that you're saying no to about yourself, for yourself? How, how many hours a day is that taking? Maybe two hours, you know, maybe you like to knit and knitting. You just, you pretty much like threw that out because too many other people need you. How many, how many hours does it really take to knit? Okay, maybe two. How many hours does it take to work out? Maybe two. So honestly, yes, my speech at the end of that year was, Every person deserves to have something amazing happening in their life. And even though not everyone will agree that it's close to you or not close to you, even though there's something really negative happening in the very same physical space or in the business you are with or the family or the friends or whatever. And I believe that it, you know, it should be, it's, you still deserve to have something amazing happening. And if you allow those things to happen at the same time and try to not let the bad overshadow what you're doing great at that moment in your life, you're going to enjoy both. And when I say enjoy both, I mean, be there for the people, but also be okay and not guilt ridden that you are maybe leaving that negative situation and then going and smiling and laughing and being happy because you still deserve to. <laughs> and I think that a lot of people become martyrs because they're like, well, so-and-so needs me. Yeah, but not 24 hours a day. So this talk started with how to say yes by saying no, because I believe that you can say no to a lot of people, even those that, that need you, that are close to you, because you deserve to be amazingly happy doing something for yourself. It is not selfish, because you will frankly be a happier person during the other 22 hours of the day to be able to serve others. And that's kind of what I realized. So that's my talk. I'm done. And I am 10 minutes over an 18 minute talk. And so Ben, I see that you are watching. This was my like pre TEDx talk. And I'm like 10 minutes over. Uh, what did you guys think? Was it confusing? Or I should change it? Hey, Matt. Nice to see you live finally. Yeah, yeah. Napoleon Alexander. Glad you're on. You rocked, <laughs> Ben. 
Emily's on, Tommy Tuning, James, Jerry Burton, Scott Ashley, Steve Cantor. I have not talked to you in forever. Steve Cantor, by the way, owns Best Agent Business. So if you guys need virtual assistant, go to bestagentbusiness.com. He is amazing, and I'm so glad he's on here. Scott Ashley again. I don't know what Scott's talking about. Life jackets. Roni Artica. Mel Morgan. Kevin Williams. I'm just kind of going back. Tori. Tori, if you're still on, man, I miss you. We have got to get together. But I do not do marathons anymore. In fact, I don't even run anymore. Only thing I do is walk. I got to preserve my knees. I'm getting a little older now. And um, all I do is low impact walking. A lot of it, but I've realized that I don't need to run to burn calories. I can just walk. Saviors usually get slaughtered. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's so easy to get wrapped up in everything, in everyone else's problems. But by the end of the day, you need to be happy. Yeah, and that's why I say like how many hours a day is your happiness really taking because you can still console others and be there for other people and um, still do the things that you love to do. And so then that's what I do. So even now, even now, I do struggle. Um, I can still struggle with accepting the time I spend in the gym. But they sleep till 11. So like somehow they want me there while they're sleeping. So it's just kind of funny. I try to put perspective and I'm like, okay, so you're gonna wake up when I get home, but you think I should still be home. <laughs> and you know, it's okay. As long as when I do spend time with uh, people I care about, I give them my attention. That's the most important thing. So for me, when I work out, I'm good. And then full attention on people. Jerry Burton, remember you're not the only one with those scenarios. Good talk. Thank you. Yeah, I, I see a lot of people struggling with just trying to find things that, like hobbies that they love and, you know, they don't have time because they're either taking care of elderly, they're taking care of children, or they're just taking care of someone. And it's like, you know, set that time aside. You deserve a couple hours, regardless of how many jobs you work and how many people need you, to do something that is just for you. But I don't think people do a lot of that. So people like me, I do all this working out. I've had people say, well, that must be a luxury. You can just go and do whatever you want. No, I can't do whatever I want. I still have to work. I still have kids and I have family that needs me, but I do say no to a lot of people. And um, I say yes to the people that, you know, I want to spend time with and that I can spend time with. And hey, don't forget, connect with me on Instagram, Cheryl Spangler Fit. And say hi.